0: Coach Kaio show. Hi there. Welcome back to another another (laughs) episode. Sorry. Another episode of the Coach Coyo show. Um let me start by saying, um, and always reminding myself, it's a good way um, to get you going, and to know that greater is He that is in us than He that is in the world. Um, remember this show we talk, All Things Soccer? Um, if you're now joining, please let me know that you can hear me well, so there's no disturbance. Um, and you're able to you're able to see me well. Um, if you're now joining us also for the first time, this show we talk all things soccer. Um, but the most important objective here is to uh, is to inspire our young people to live out their purpose, you know, in these very uncertain times. Um, you need to live by purpose. You need to understand, first of all, who you are and why you're here and what you're supposed to be doing. So hopefully um, with this show tonight, at the ending of this show, you can reconnect, you can find um, your purpose. Um uh, Because we pride ourselves here on uh, being authentic. You know, there's no script. Um, There's none of that. We just want to bring a high-level authenticity when it relates um, to this game of soccer, which we oftentimes use just as recreation and don't see the importance of it when it relates to life and the holistic development um, of an individual. So hopefully at the end of the of this show, you know, purpose will be renewed, um, that you will feel um, inspired um, to let your light shine uh, so that you help others to let their light shine. We're gonna continue with, with, with this program um this topic actually that that we've been focusing for a few weeks now it's very interesting um, and it's not allowing us to move on because there's so much there's so much um that we can pull from this topic parent and the life of soccer um, and, and in no way or shape are we um, trying to dismiss or trying to ridicule um, the importance of um, the parents? Are we in light to how important they are in this process? How important they are in the, um, the mental stability of their child's life? Please do share this live. Uh, please do let me know that you're here. Um, you can share a comment. If you have not done so yet, please subscribe to um, the Coach Kaya Show on YouTube, Kaya McKinnon and Co. Um, you can also view this show on Spotify, um, Anchor, um, and you could watch this show live on Facebook, uh, please do share. Do Please do share for us. Um, I really appreciate uh, those that have subscribed to the channel, who have shared the comments, feedback, um, because our whole purpose here, uh, outside of inspiring our youth, is to uh, bring light to some of the things that We see transpiring within the youth game that seem to just fly on the radar like um, it's not important to our youth. It's not important to their mental health. It's not important to their development because um, you will be a child, but then you will become an adult and you will need... Uh, to inspire others you and you will need to teach others and you can only teach what you know so we have a we have a great responsibility um as an adult to steer our kids and uh, to steer our young people in the right direction back in the day they said it takes a village uh, to raise a child um because the parents can be everywhere, at all times. So, Saka is a village, and it's a place where pe- a lot of people seek refuge. Um, but of late, uh, I think we, I uh, think we are missing the mark. And hopefully, uh, this show could bring some light to what is happening. But a quick interruption before we dive deeper into the show. Um, talk about what we're doing here at KMSC and how you can uh, play a major role in supporting uh, this movement. We'll We'll be right back. Coyote McKinnon and Company are ready to dress you in one of their most stylish, comfortable, and attractive athletic gears this fall for you to achieve that desired athletic goal. Check out their online store today for your joggers, tank tops, bras, backpacks, sweatshirts, and everything else you'll need to complete that look. It's Coyote McKinnon and Company. We care. All right, welcome back to the Coach Coyote Show. Coyote here. Please let me know that you're here. Um, Please let me know that you're hearing me well and you can see me well so that we can have a fruitful show. Um, It would be nice uh, to interact with the parents and the life of SACO. I want to start off by saying that you know what improves development because development is such a hot topic when it relates to youth soccer here you know it's thrown around um but development starts with a whole a whole lot of background knowledge of um, the game of soccer um and, and that takes time it takes years um it takes practice hours you know because for a very long time i believe that you know i knew all the factors uh, that that comes with this developmental process um because you play because you because you read because you you follow you um you listen you know you do all the things that you know, probably keep you connected to the game. But, you know, until I was the dumbest person in the room, when it relates to the process of development and, and seeing the body of work uh, that real academy directors and people who who have this, um, this passion to see young people grow uh, within the game, um, to maintain the stability of the game to maintain the integrity of the game and continue to produce top class athletes um, you know and can truly measure uh, measure the process of development um, you know I didn't truly understand but uh, but fortunately for me I'm a student of the game. And, and, and love it and feel very comfortable in that space, very comfortable in that space, um, very comfortable with uh, the vulnerability that comes with that, knowing that you in a place where you're being challenged, you're being questioned and you have to prove uh, that you're competent enough to understand this process. So I love putting myself in in those situations where um, I could grow. You know, it's important to have uh, that growth mindset, and this is something that is uh, that is missing across the board when it comes to uh, development, when it comes to the process, uh, because participation have uh, they the th- this is the the model that would have taking over the game the participation model uh, and it's it's creating a, a hostile environment for our young people it's creating a hostile environment for our young people because you you see um, a lot of people act like lamb act like a lamb but in wolf's clothing We're talking about parents and the life of Sako. It's very important uh, to understand and, and to let the process happen because if we don't, we make it more about us um, rather than the participant. And when that happens, we, we create um, so many issues. But um, before we go forward, uh, we want to we want to show and to give you an idea of what uh, how learning how learning begins and how learning can drive us uh, to a next level. Just take a look. there's a numerical advantage here against the nine we can easily bring the ten we can easily bring the ten here and form um, this block now what it does you force the player to the inside where there's you know there's less space to play forcing them to play um, square passes which means that they're not going forward the other thing you can do because you're forcing this player player to the inside. Now you bring this player here. Even if this player wants to go, because the ball is being forced to that side, you can pretty much stay in between the lines. In the event that you win the ball, this three is out of position. Hi, welcome back to the Coach Kyrie Show. Kyrie here. Listen. Um, on this show, we try to 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 advance the youth game, and and we show these tactical videos uh, because we don't know uh, what our young people do um, on a day to day basis. Um, a lot of times, they they go to three sessions and they go home and they 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 play a game, and then um, a lot of times their first uh, their first interaction with uh, learning the game and and developing the game intelligence is actually at the game. That's when they see the board come out. Um, So, you know, for those who are not constantly connected uh, to the game intelligence side of the thing and the tactical side of the thing, because we know soccer to be, you know, for most people and for, and for me, And KMSA, we deal with four corners. We deal with the psychological part, the tactical part, the physical part, the technical tactical part. So it's very important that, you know, we constantly um, use these videos to to advance um, the learning ability of uh, those who, you know, come on the show and those who look at the show um, and have a vested interest in developing the game, now we're talking about parents and the life uh, of soccer, and I want to jump right into it and show you some of the things that we are constantly connected with. That you know, kind of like said, like I said earlier, create this hostile environment for our young people to grow uh, because it's more about the outside more than the inside. The outside influence um, has so much power um, in terms of the development and it's not supposed to happen that way. Um, It's not not the parent's game. It's, It's not the coach's game. It's not the organization's game. It's the player's game. We are all there to facilitate that process. We're all there to uh, give them the right tools to equip them so that they can live out uh, their dreams. They can, they can go through this journey and don't feel like there's a time. There's a time limit. The time limit is when they come to the place where they would have said to themselves, listen, I've run the race. I've given all that I can. Um, now it's time to move to the different phase in my life. Like we all have to. You know, I couldn't play forever. Um, and I might not be able to run on a field uh, up and down every single day forever. So we all have this this season and this period we must uh, that we're given to accomplish our purpose in this world. And that starts from the inside. It don't start from the outside. Um, so take a look at this at this video and let's try to address it. So develop your players and take pride in that. Steal players and claim that you develop them. You can't take both pills, coach. Um, very important. Very important statement. Um, I was thinking, you know, and they said that, you know, what is the price? Uh, what is the price uh, for my brain? You know, what is the price for my brain? You know, there there are coaches out here, or there's there's coaches who are actually coaching. What? what i mean is uh, they understand the process and understand uh, the process is not about them they are just an individual the process is the journey that you uh, and the roadmap that you create for the athlete to develop uh, their skills so a, a lot of times because you you're in an environment where there's this need for instant gratification. Uh, the process uh, is, the process is either is forced to stop or is forced to slow down. And the beneficiaries of this lose all um, hope and all uh, all their motivation and inspiration to pursue this, Uh, beyond the darkness because this journey is about darkness this journey is about overcoming you never you will never reach your gift until you're able to overcome because this world is about defiling people this world is not about uh, being happy and, and and being excited you have to fight for your peace you have to fight for your balance in life but one thing you don't have to fight for is to do evil. You don't have to fight for depression. it just comes. you don't have to, you don't have to make an effort to be to be stressed out. You don't, you, don't, you don't have to make an effort to do nothing that is crazy or is bad that that sets you back. It just comes. But to be great, to be awesome, to be, uh, to, to fulfill purpose, to accomplish goals, there is a journey. There is a journey. and this journey um, creates a lot of setback. it creates a lot of loneliness. it creates a lot of dark places. it creates so many things um, that wants to make you stop, want to make you go back. But talking about this spell, you know coaches who and I and I use it because, there's coaches who understand the amount of the body of work that is needed but there's a price to their brain there's a price to okay well I'm 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 not going to do this um I am not going to do that because I don't think uh, it, it, I don't I don't think it's that valuable I don't think that it's that valuable so that's why we will have people trying to uh, to use both pills. On one hand, they will they will say that they're developing, but on the other hand, uh, their, their whole their whole time is spent with recruiting in youth soccer. And youth soccer is about development. It's not about results. It's not about none of those things. It's it's all about development. It's all about this process. It's all about this journey um, of becoming your best self, of truly living out your purpose. There's too many times I feel like, you know, people think this is just a brainless sport, that you don't need to use your brain. You just need to just kick the ball and, 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 and entertain people, you know, like it's a clunk show. Uh, but you can't use your well you can't use your feet effectively to even walk and somebody's paralyzed it's, it's difficult for them to walk because that signal not going anywhere so to even think that so much of your brain don't need to be into this sport or your brain uh, cannot be exhausted Trying to learn the game, and then teach the game. How can you put a price on that? And I'm talking, uh, talking about that from this perspective of um, somebody truly invested in the learning aspect of an athlete. You know, we talk about this learning so much. What, what does the what does it mean? But learning for me is when you create an independent thinker. So you're no longer telling them what to think, um, but you're teaching them how to think. Very important. If you're to become a learned person, you have to have your independence when it relates to your thinking uh, ability. So Jessica G said, well, I like this. Thanks for for the interaction here. Uh, That's what we want to see. What is important for a player to know about the type of coach they are around? Perfect. That's a perfect question. The most important thing is for you to understand is the coach has a growth mindset. That the coach is a learner because you can't teach somebody to do something that you're not. So when you hear coaches said, I don't need to go do no course or I don't need to go to no workshop or I don't need to do this because I play the game or I don't need to do that because what these guys know, they got a license and B license, but you know, that, um, that tells you that that coach don't or that person who is responsible for your child's development and growth don't have a learning mentality. So if you don't have a learning mentality, how will you learn to teach? So how, and how would you say you're teaching if you're not learning? So I start off by saying, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's humbling when you can sit in a room and, and you feel like you're the dumbest person that you don't know or the things that you know it's not really relevant. And you have to, you have to be comfortable in that moment. You have to be comfortable in that moment because that is where um, growth starts. It's understanding where you are, um, but knowing where you want to be. So, that, so that, that regression with the thought of wanting to progress is what allows you to learn. So if your coach not um, proving to you that they are continuing their learning, and continue their development, then it's clearly said. It, it it's clearly saying to you that there's no growth for your child because they must lead by example. They must replicate what they want to see. You know, they have coaches around who, you know, don't do no reflection. They don't have nobody that could. You know, challenge them with their sessions, challenge them with their methodology, their training methodology, with their coaching methodology. And that's a very scary place to be, because how do you know what you're doing is right if nobody is challenging you on these methods? And I say that because, you know, here at KMSA, we video everything and we pretty much record everything. And I have coaches that I would send um, these things to. I would send session plan to and and and, and have them look at it and, and, you know, give me things to think about. Because that is the growth mindset. That is the growth mentality. So, Jessica, I hope I was able to answer your question there in terms of how do you know? Um, look at what they are doing. Look at what they would have done. You know, if you, if your coach has a C license since six years ago and nothing else, and or your coach is not trying to, um, to 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 promote his his continue his continuous learning, that is an issue. And you know, a lot of times before I jump forward here, a lot of times coaches use these A license and B license and all these things as as an ego thing. You know. It's important to put perspective there. You know these things should be used as you know as something you want your your young people to replicate. You want them to know this is the behavior that allow you to advance in the game, not as a show to say, "Well, oh, I'm a licensed coach, I know everything." No, it's the it's the it's to replicate. It's to help them to replicate the behavior that you are that you are portraying it's just like when you're in a practice session and you 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 said you say to your players listen good job johnny with your with your body positioning to see the entire field what you you're not trying to you know a lot of people do it because they want you to come back and pay your money and make oh i like this coach you're always positive with me Yeah, yeah that's not really the reason The reason is to give the the player an idea of what they're doing right so they will continue to do it. It's not just to tell them they're doing a good job. Ah, you're doing a good job. What is the good job? And that happens because coaches don't want to continue their learning curve. We're talking about parents and the life of soccer. So that was a great question. So, Jessica G is asking again, "What would you deem a successful season? Um, success for me is based on what you're trying to accomplish um, within development. Um, it's based on ages and stages of, of 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 the athlete. So they have you have to create your own benchmarks um, in terms of from an individual perspective or a group perspective, and then um, the coach's ideal." So when you put all those things together, then you can you can determine what a successful season is. If a successful season is only about the result, then you missed um, you've missed the boat when it re, when it relates to development. because development is about these growing blocks. At, at one level it's about introduction. At the next level it, is, is about um, can you um, complete your task? Uh, within the game from maybe from a, from more in most cases, from a technical standpoint, and then you move up and then it's about more um, the tactical standpoint. And then you move up and it's from a more positional standpoint. And then you move up and it's more about the winning. Um, but we've, we kind of put uh, the carrot in front of the horse. We we think a successful season is because I've, I've won every game or I've had a successful season because I've won trophies in a developmental environment. That is not important. It must be bigger than that. It must be based on uh, the ages and stages that you're in as a player. And did you show the ability to accomplish the task at that age and at that level? I'll even go forward to say, you cannot determine if you had a successful season, um, Let's say you let's say your child is a forward and they score 15 goals in U 12, but the 15 goals they score, all the balls they kick up in the air, and the keeper was two feet tall. So you're a successful forward. What happens when you get to u to 15s and the goalkeeper has the correct height to deal with those with those long balls? For those boys, just kick in the air. Then it becomes a different thing, right? So success must be based on first ages and stages uh, of the developmental process. And then you look at what are the expectations at this age? And your coach must create uh, a measuring point uh, to, to determine where they are. So those evaluations that you get at the end of the year, uh, If you deem that as successful or unsuccessful, then uh, you're not doing nothing good for your child. There must be more objective data behind that to determine if the child is progressing or regressing or they are at the same place and need priority. Hopefully that answers your question. We're talking about parents and the life of soccer. I love it. We're getting a whole lot of questions here, which is awesome. I like the interaction. Um, please do share this life. Please do let your friends know that we are talking all things soccer. But more specifically, we're talking about parents and the life of soccer and how their role is, is super important. So Fabio R. said, I have a question for you guys. Uh, well, there's one guy right now. In relation to training more than playing in matches, we understand training is where we improve, but how much of the actual improvement will we see if we don't practice what we learn in matches? Um, Is game experience not needed until we are older or is it just easier to learn the tactics of the game at uh, older age, this is a, this is this is a lot of questions in here. So let's let's try to go through it uh, piece by piece in relation to training more than playing in matches. We understand training is where we improve, but how much of the actual improvement we see if you don't practice what you learn in matches? Um, I would say this is it, a big misconception um, in terms of. Um, the importance of game and the importance of practices. Games are important. Games are important. But let me throw this question back at, at you listeners. Why do we practice um, four to five days a week, minimum four days a week? And in some clubs, they only practice three days three days a week. And you only play one game. We're not talking about what we see here with a whole lot of uh, two, three, four games in one day. We're talking about development. Why do they train four days a week? And at the academy level, why do they train 13 hours a week? We know there's 168 hours in a week. And your minimum, you need to train 13 hours, which is just 8% of 100%. So 8% of training you're doing per week to play one game. And some people will say 13 hours, oh, that's ridiculous. My child got other things to do. But then you ask about development. So I train for 13 hours, but I play for 90 minutes. That's what makes training more important than the game because game is about implementation. So if you're not doing what is, expected, what is expected at your ages and your stages in terms of training, what is the purpose of playing a game? What you're doing is instilling more bad habits if you focus more on game because games are about results. Let's be honest. When it comes to youth soccer, the game is only about the results. So we don't respect the process of training. So games are important when the training methods and the coaching methods are are congruent with the developmental model that's the only time game is important because I could put my grandmother God rest her God rest her soul but if I could put my grandma to play every single Sunday every Sunday if she don't know nothing about the game she will never get better so you will play five years of game and you will show up on the sixth year and you can't possibly you don't know nothing about body positioning. You don't know nothing about uh, 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 about the principles of defending or the principle oh we've seen we've seen girls and boys 16 17 years old what is the principle of defending get the ball back. Oh do you always get the ball back? The last time I checked, principles are things that don't change. You can't always get the ball back cuz sometimes you have to delay. Sometimes you have to pressure the ball. So that's not a principle, but you have sixteen-year-old players coming from elite programs that don't understand that, but they play every Sunday and then some. Could bring us back the question so that I can, um, that I could go through it. So once again, games are important, but you're not going to see. You cannot measure nothing in the game if the practice is not replicating what the game requires. What you will see is results or what you will see is performance, not learning. And that means that instructions are ruling the day. The players are not learning. This is why most people would have left clubs. They're leaving clubs every year. Your child is nine years old. You probably already play for four or five clubs already how how does that make any sense you know why you're moving because there's no learning taking place because for most parents it's just about performance on sunday that's why they talk so highly about the game but they don't talk about the training you go eight hours to school every day five days a week for one test does that does that say does that say anything to any one of you why do i go eight hours to school every day and then do and then go and do extra classes for one exam it means something right so if you're not training correctly then we shouldn't be having conversations about games because all you're doing is developing more and more bad habits that cannot be fixed as you get older and older let me read the other part of the question um so i could address it so um then you say, is game experience not needed until we are older? So the question is asking if the game is not. No, you need, like I said, you need to play a game, but it, it almost be put into perspective. And I don't think there's what happened in youth soccer here. It's result-oriented. It's result-driven. It's performance-driven because no one gives the time for learning for development. It's a process. It's a process you have to go through. And if you understand how the brain teaches itself, and I'm not no scientist, but the dopamine and the glutamate, how it works and how it stimulates the brain, how it stimulates those receptors for you to encode um, the behavior and the idea uh, to perform, Unconscious competence. Then you will know that if you train in two days a week or three days a week, you're not learning anything. All you're doing is preparing for performance, and those performance will never be maintained. It will never be stable. It will always go up and down. And if it's not going up and down, you have to now look at the opposition because we can't determine success if we don't look at the opposition. Case in point, my son is a great dribbler. How? How do you know he's a great dribbler? Oh, because he get past the player. All right, let's look at the defender. How how is the defender defending? Is he just rushing in and your son able to just move by him because he's in motion and he will stay in motion? Now when you, now, now you're faced with a defender who can slow down. Who can sit down? Who can stay down? Who could force you into, into your weaker leg? Now can you still dribble? So success have to be based uh from a from a wider range of things. So I hope I answer. I hope I answer the question. We're talking about parents um and the life of soccer. So coaches are there, coaches job is to stimulate. The thinking, but po- back to your point, more parents are about results, so it's about um, it's about the short term gain for every for all the parents, because they don't see soccer as a meaningful investment. I'm gonna I'm gonna read your question just now, Samuel, and try to answer it. Um, they don't want the journey, and the journey allowed the, the athlete to find their own identity. Because they have to go through this process of ups and downs to 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 really understand if they want to do this. But if we keep pushing and these short-term gains, we we push the players out of their gift. Because if they if they're not getting the results, they think they're not good enough. They don't respect that this is a journey. You just can't work hard. <laughs> Like, oh you just need to work hard just need to work hard you will get there no you just don't need to work hard you need to be able to overcome as a kid you know i wasn't truly supported with, with soccer and 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 rightfully so because they were they, they, there was nothing there <laughs> it's like your life would be going in a hole and i remember many days like I would go and 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 I would go behind the bushes where um, nobody could see me, and there's nothing around. And there's many days I would cry, and there's many days I would run, and I would vomit, and I will and I will. Nobody knew. But I will remind myself that you know this is what I want. This is this is my desire. You know, God will reward me one time as I work hard because I I know the Bible a bit. He said, "Work hard to show yourself approved." So I hold, I hold true to that scripture and I suffer and I went through the pain, you know, and I was able to play in the Azteca, you know, who, who, who would think that a boy coming from nothing would, would be playing on the ESPN and playing on Fox Sports and playing in the biggest stadium in the world that Diego Marduna, the greatest player that I've seen won his World Cup, that uh, you could argue King Pelé won his World Cup. Great, great players have graced that field. This little boy coming from nothing had that opportunity to grace that field. It's a story of a journey. It's a story of, of overcoming the challenges within your life and finding this identity that says it's bigger than everybody else. It's about this passion, it's about this gift, it's about this desire that the God of this world would have given me before I even knew myself, before I was even born. He knew me. We're not not giving our young people this opportunity to, to go on this journey. It's always too much. It's always, that's not a meaningful investment. How could you say that about a gift? What is the price for your child? What is the price? What can you pay to to return a gift that you didn't give to them? When they lose it and they turn to drugs and they turn to alcohol and they turn to all manner of life that you didn't prepare for, what is the price when the purpose was to use sports To elevate them, to to elevate their discipline, to help them to find themselves, to give them this mental strength, to give them this desire to pursue something greater than themselves. And you say, no, that don't make sense. Why? Because it don't fit. It don't fit your life. It don't fit what you want. We're talking about parents and the life of Saka. I think Samuel had something there. Let me me see. Because I like the interaction let me try my best to answer the question why do you think your academy would be more beneficial to the players than other academies out there my academy don't provide nothing it is not it is not more let me preferences correct it's it's not more than nobody else it's just different and we need difference um, we need to see things from a from a different uh, perspective. And, and and if you haven't tried something before, but you've tried many things and it it's not working, then it's time to try something different. And, and that is what we that is what we believe. We believe it's important to be unique. It's important to do things different. All athletes train thirteen hours per week because if you if you desire to be even close to the level that you want to be, you have to do what they're doing. Unfortunately or fortunately, we are not blessed with all the resources, like so many, um, that makes them different than us. And in some cases, people think they're better than us. You know some people will have five thousand kids in their academy. They are seeing better than us because they have more numbers. Uh, Many are called, few are chosen. Last time I checked the Yeshua, only have 12 disciples. And he only spoke about three. So what what is the importance of numbers? We're not better. We're different. And that means there's a space and a place for people who have not experienced what we have. And if what we have can empower them to live out their gifts and their dreams, then to God be the glory. If the academy down the road can do the same, to God be the glory. Because guess what? We are trying to empower young people so we could have a better future, so that we could have a better society, so that we could have more mental, stable young people so that we could have more respectful young people so that we could have more we could have more love and unity within the society so we don't strive to be better we just strive to be different and if we can if we can add value to a life through what we do and how we do it that is the most important thing um, so we're not better and i want to i want to I want to address that even further because um you know this better would have led to so many um delusion and so many perception that you have players five years six years in in programs and still where they started. Maybe they're not committed enough. Maybe the organization is not committed to development. Maybe the parents just like convenience. Who knows what it is? At the end of the day, if the child is not progressing and the child is not learning and the child don't feel like they're accomplishing their goal, then what is the measuring stick? You know, I've seen um, people pay for negativity. I, I People pay for negativity more than positiveness. They will pay more for negativity. Why do I say that? You know, your child on drugs, you're not going to ask no price how to fix that problem. All you want Is that problem to be fixed? Because you want them to have a life of freedom. You want them to have a healthy life. You want them to pursue greatness. So when they're in the negative state, there's no, what is the price? There's no, um, I'm not going to pay for that because that don't make sense. Your child is a thief. You will give him money. Why? Because you want him to stop teething. You want him to stop stealing people things. So you will try to give him more money. And then he will continue to steal some more. And then you will give him more money because that might make him stop stealing. And he can steal some more and he will say, I'll buy a car for you so you could make more money. And then he will continue to steal some more. And you don't stop to say, well, I'm overdoing. I'm I'm overdoing. I'm not gonna give this kid no money anymore. Because he he continue or she continues to steal. No. You will continue to pay because you want you want this child to become something better. But a child doing something positive like soccer, there's reservation. Oh, I'm not gonna pay for that. That's too much. That don't make no sense. And the child is desiring to be great. (laughs) And just because it's not your life, it's not your dreams, it's not your aspirations for your child, because you want them to go to Ivy League school, because that would make your ego feel so awesome, that would make you put it on Instagram and everybody will be so proud of you. (laughs) Not necessarily child, but they'll be so proud of you. They'll be so proud of your home that you take away something that will enable this young person to live out their best life. But you will pay for negativity. You will pay to get them out of negativity. But you don't pay to drive them to positivity. I don't even know what I'm saying, but it is what it is. We've seen it time and time again. (laughs) Hopefully we get more questions going. Um, Augusto, what can my child expect from your program? Commitment. To the person, commitment to their gifts. We are facilitators. We cannot give you something that you already have. This is the problem. People are using persuasive tactics, they're using manipulation, they're using, uh, they're selling everything that they can sell. It's about cultivating. It's about nourishing what you already have. It's about creating an environment and a safe space where you're allowed to grow. Where you're allowed to to be patient and understand that this is a process. And this process only stops when you stop. When you decide to stop. It's about creating a safe place. It's about letting them take ownership and be accountable for the investment that is placed on their lives. Not, from own, not only from a financial standpoint, but if you remember the story of the man with the five talent and the one talent, one decided he wasn't going to invest and it was taken away from him. And the one who decided to give everything that he had, he was blessed double times. So that is the message here. The message is about you finding your own identity. We call it the chaology method. Finding your own identity. Becoming an independent thinker. So it creates long-term working memory. It creates this long-term discipline and accountability and responsibility that is more important for life than just the game of soccer. Soccer is the gift. Your life is more important because you need your life to, to live out this gift. So it's about you. It starts with you. There's too many times it starts with the club. It starts with the program. What can you do for me? What, what can you give my child? What tournaments can you take him to? What this, what this, what always, always the external. When you show up here is what do you want to accomplish? You, you, you see yourself in, 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 in that light. What have you done to get yourself there? What is your goal? What are you willing to sacrifice? It's all you. It's all you. It starts with you. It don't start with the external force. It starts with the internal force. That's the mistake most of you parents are making. It's always about somebody else. So when it don't work, what do you look at first? Somebody outside. And When you look at somebody outside, you haven't deal with the inside. And the inside is what kills you not the outside the outside could only kill you when the inside is damaged already the outside is the finishing product of your debt so you have to look inward to outward here it don't start with outward it starts with inward so we lives here and we we empower them and we make sure that purpose is being fulfilled. Quick video here, and I'll get to the next question. Parents, when a big kick happens, we, yeah, we know, we know. Youth soccer appearance game, not not, it's not for the athletes. Youth soccer, and I'll repeat it on top of the hill, youth soccer, it's a parent's game. It's not for the athletes. Because everything a coach needs to do in this youth environment is to fulfill parents' desire. Every single thing. Every single thing. They spend their whole hours and days focusing on how to get the parents to buy in and this it, in some regards yeah but that must be with integrity and must be with the truth of what soccer is and what development is but that's not the that is not what it is it's more about convenience and perception so it's the parents game it is the parents game it's not the youth game and the the, the, the the issue about that for me is why parents think they are mo- the most important in this process. You don't play the game. You support. Just like you support your child. You don't go sit down in the class uh, in school and want to learn what your child learning because you're not at that level. You're at a higher level. You're working now. You don't need school. Uh, no teacher don't have to convince you to come to school. You will drag your child to school if you have to. You will pull them at the fight. At, at, at the, 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 you will pull them however you got to pull them to get them into school. You will convince them with every single thing that you have to go to school. Why do you think you're so important in the process of development in soccer? It's a good question, right? Don't be offended. I just ask, I'm just i just asking a question. Maybe because historically and biblically they said, you know, parents, children obey your parents. Honor, sorry, honor your mother and your father so that your days would be longer. So maybe we're using a bit of manipulation there. We're using a little bit of psychological manipulation um, Reverse psychology on our own kids? Hmm. Last time I checked and I look at it when the, the word honor is about merit. It's about merit. And the reason why he said honor is because you as a pair, you as a parent, you are given a task. What is that task? Train up. Chanak, I mentioned it a couple, uh, couple things ago. He said to dedicate the child back to its original state. Well, that means that, you know what? Before this child was born, they were given a gift. And your responsibility is to dedicate the child back to what, what it they're supposed to be doing. So then you hold merit when you do that. When you drive the purpose of the child's life in the everyday walk and in the everyday lives, then you hold merit to be honored. If you hold no merit and I walk the path that you want me to walk, but that's not my part, then my days become much shorter because now I'm doing something I'm not supposed to be doing. And oftentimes when you do something you're not supposed to be doing, you get punished. Like if you're not supposed to pick up your parents' car and leave the house and you pick it up, then you will be grounded. There's a punishment for doing something you're not supposed to be doing. So honor, it's about merit. It's about fulfilling your task. If you're not fulfilling your task, you know, you expect to be honored. Oh, if you're not doing well in school, you're not going to become an honorable student because you haven't fulfilled your task. <laughs> you know, I've seen people who adopt kids seem to have a drive to give to put their child into sometimes to fault but they have this drive to let this child fulfill their desired purpose. people adopt because it's a privilege to have a child and when you can't have it for yourself and you're able to go and, and adopt a child you 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 feel this desire and this responsibility. Because you couldn't get one. Excuse me. Something to think about. Um, something must be said about that. We winding it down. Let me see. We had some, I had some, some question there about... Oh, Rich A. How would you best describe your coaching style uh, at KM? Wow. There's many things there. Um, for me... I'll just say, I'll just, I would just tell you this. Um, the demand is great. The expectations are high. Um, and it must make you uncomfortable. You must never feel comfortable in this coaching environment. Um, because sock is not about being comfortable. It's learning to be comfortable while you're uncomfortable. Because my experience, you know, being Black, it was not always nice. And not just being Black, just being a, a soccer player and people coming to watch you play and betting their money and want to see you do well. One time I missed a penalty for Guyana. When I was youth, I was 19 years old, playing at U23s. And I missed the penalty. I don't normally miss penalties, but I missed the penalty. And I see across the papers, McKinnon, <laughs> some of the worst things you could see, a 19-year-old. McKinnon fails something, something. It wasn't nice, you know, the worst things you could hear, because you you have to know there's, there's, there are people out there who want to see you feel at all costs. for whatever reason they want to see you suffer. if you If you want to know how people want to see you feel so bad, just start doing something good and do one thing wrong or do a couple things wrong. Oh my, they will put it on top of the hill, and they can't wait to see you suffer. So life is about that. But if you're talking about the coaching methodology or training method, that is a whole different story. But it's demanding and the expectations must be high. If that is not what you want, then you want exactly what the environment is giving you. Rec, have fun, performance on Sunday, no learning enjoy yourself, participate. And I have no problem with participators. But don't put participation and development in the same light. Then we have an issue. Then we have an issue that we have to address. It's 9 5. Interaction is great. Um, if you have any more questions, hopefully I answer your question. Uh, Which leads me to, you know, bringing the curtains down a bit on this show. That for learning environment, you need a couple of things. Um, Let me talk about it a bit. You got to set high expectations. That's just, uh, there must be something that the players are climbing towards. You know, you you ask the question why people, why kids are coming out of the game. Kids are coming out of the game not because of no motivation. The responsibility is on, 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 on coaches to create a learning environment. You stop doing things because you, you're you not learning. Nothing is stimulating your brain anymore. And that goes to everything in life, relationships, whatever. If someone is not stimulating your mind, someone is not challenging you, then you're going to keep looking for that fix. Like I say, it's the parents' game. So especially when the parents' brain not stimulated by results and winning, they're looking for the next thing. Not even necessarily the child. They don't care. They're not stimulated. Why then what are they not stimulated by? Results. Winning games, winning tournaments. Oh, my child going to go lift weights and get strong. Child can't even stand up correctly. Body composition all over the place. No testing to see where they are. They're lifting weights. Now you're injuring, the, you're injuring the, the young lady or injuring the young man for the next five, six years. They come with all kinds of issues and problems. Because you... You are excited about. Oh, I know I've got to do this because I'm I'm from Stanford. I'm I got a bachelor's and a doctorate in this. Do you have a doctorate in soccer and development? Not everything in theory is practical. So not because you are smarty and you have fifty degrees that means you're intelligent enough to talk about development. You're making it about you. It's your game. This is why a 10-year-old could, could be in, in, in five teams in the past so many years. Some kids, the 11, and they are they played at every club. They played at every club. All the coaches know that. Because who, who's being stimulated? Who's not being stimulated? got to set high expectation. Build honest relationships. There's no honest relationships. Like I said, anytime the emails start with nice words, look to the middle. That's where the that's where the body of work is. Got to build honest relationship. You gotta got to have to have the hard conversation. You have to have the honest conversation, and then you have to have things to prove. What you're saying and what you're doing for people's investment. But all these in all these relationships are perceptions and manipulations and convenience. You gotta be an honest relationship. Create a safe space. It's okay for the kids to fail many times. <laughs> because it's good if you see it now so that you can deal with it and allow them to grow. Oh, I'm seeing too much mistakes. Well, and they see too much mistakes at 16. What When they were nine and eight, you, you didn't see the same problems? You didn't address it? Now you at 16, you want them to be brilliant? Don't you know they have to regress? Because all the bad habits, they have to let it go and they have to develop new habits they have to rewire their brain to behave a certain way so they have to regress and so many you impede that process because the regression you don't want to see because you're not realistic with your child you don't want to see them go through this process this journey of darkness and hurts and pain but they want to be great how are they can be great no nah, you're not ready for this accountability Staying hungry, being obsessed. It's an environment you want to be in if you're going to grow, if you're going to learn. Probably going to take one more, two more before I get out of here if we have anybody else. Um, And I really want to thank you for sharing and asking the questions and um, interacting. Uh, with the show, it's important. I don't have. I I don't. I, and let me be clear. I don't think my answers are right. It's just my answers, and if it provokes conversation, to get to the solution where our young people are mentally stable, they're happy, they're disciplined, they're respectful, they're conducting themselves in a way that you will be. You will be proud. That's what we need. So I don't want to be right. I just want to add value in whatever little way I can. I encourage you, Prince, to separate yourself from the gift. You have to, because you will lose your honor. You will lose your honor. Separate yourself from the gift. and We know the gift is a meaningful investment. But if it's not your gift, you're not qualified. You're not qualified anymore to be honored. Because you've been given a task. And if you don't understand the gift and you don't understand the purpose, like you said, if you you break the law and you didn't know, you're still going to get that ticket. (laughs) You, I. The police stopped me. I, one time I was driving, and I thought it was twenty-five. I thought it was. I thought it was forty-five, but it was really twenty-five, when I was doing forty-five. I pleaded with the officer. No, I thought I was on the highway. He said. He said. He said to me, "Deal with the court. Look, this ticket." He didn't give me a he didn't give me a pass because I didn't know. I had to deal with what I've done. You have to say responsibility, and you're hearing it loud and clear. It's your choice. It's your decision um, to do what you think is best. Um, Very important, very important. You have put coaches in this place where they're looking for psychological safety to keep their jobs because parents have created this environment. You don't hear your coach shouting, Johnny, we only did that yesterday. What are you doing? What he's saying is, I didn't taught your kid that. So he's securing himself. He's making sure that you know that he's teaching your child. No, he's not. He's instructing your child. But he he got to do that because that's what help him to keep his job. Because guess what you're going to go say? Oh, your coach taught you that yesterday and you and now you can't do it? What is that? You know a child forgets every start forgetting everything just after the hour of the session. That's when they begin to forget. So if they do passing today and they go do dribbling tomorrow, then your child would never learn to pass the ball. If they're only doing two sessions a week or three, then where's the repetition? we got to do better. All of us. We've got to decide. It's your choice. If you have no more questions or no more comments, um, I just want to say thank you. Uh, for being on the Coach Kaya Show is truly a blessing um, to share, um, to speak from my perspective. Uh, so even more blessing that you would take the time out um, to, to, to ask the question, to um, provoke the conversations, um, because you want better. Or you want something different, or you want to learn, or you just want the information. Regardless of, regardless of what it is, what it's driven by, you know, somebody out there got something um, that they might need in moving forward. So, I, for that, I'm grateful. I'm thankful. Um, subscribe if you haven't done so yet. Um, If you have any other questions, you could reach out um, at Coach Kyle on on Instagram, Twitter, or Kyrie McKinnon on Facebook, Kyrie McKinnon and Co. Uh, Feel free to reach out. Um, Our email is running across the screen. And if you would like to support the academy, do so. Um, Cash up just on the screen there. Um, If you're led to do so, we're not going to stop the blessings from flowing. Okay. So you have a great night and have a great week. Continue to support your kids. Continue to demand more from them. Continue to set high expectations for your investment and, and, and let them live their gift. Maybe you need to take five steps backwards. Your gifts will make room be. your gifts will make room for you and bring you before great men. God has taken care of everything already. So the money that you think you don't have, he already provided. But you have to push the child into the gifts and then watch how the blessings will come for them to live out the gift. Don't defile it, fuel it so we could have better young people in our community. Stay blessed and have a good night. A wide variety of episodes are already available, chock full of incredible insight from two qualified experienced coaches. Here are some previews of eye-opening quotes. Lots of players think they need to drive an hour or two hours to get good training. Because community clubs do not feel, most of them, if not all of them, don't feel the responsibility to provide every child the best opportunity. This is for players to have fun, so why not name it wreck an uh, elite league shouldn't be based on teams. It should be based on the coaching. There's no integrity in the game. It's all about business. It's, it, that's all it is. There's nothing about soccer first. Everything is about giving the athletes an experience. We hope you are available to tune in. New episodes every Monday night.